Hey, how are Hi. you? Hi, good morning. And good, good evening. morning, good afternoon, good night. <laughs> it's evening for some of us. Meg, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes. So today uh, we have Bandum. He's coming live from Ethiopia. So it's he's eight hours ahead of us, I think. <laughs> and, Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hello. How are you? Welcome. Thank and you for having story me. About, yeah. Fun story about Bandum is that he you went to college with our friend who we talk about a good deal on this podcast, Lauren Gann. And then oh. you and Meg became Twitter friends. And then <laughs> me and you were both in Cannes for the same three-day in Cannes uh, program over the summer. And so we were seated to watch the movie we're about to talk about, The Lighthouse. And Meg was texting me and she said, oh, my God, my Twitter friend, Bandom, is actually, <laughs> I think he's seated at The Lighthouse as well. And yes. so we met the next day to go see Parasite. We waited in line together. We found out that we were maybe like 10 people apart in line for the lighthouse the day before. Um, but yeah, so we've met in person. In fact, I remember what I was wearing when I met you because I told you I was wearing a green short suit. And then you came up to me and you, and you were like, you were so easy to spot because you literally were wearing a green, you are wearing a green short suit. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah. so... No, but you don't know yet. I remember that line was kind of long. It was it was pretty cool yeah. to just walk the line. It's like we we'd already met, and Meg definitely yeah. held it down. And this is so funny. Yeah, of course, I've never met Venom in real life, and I've never spoken to you on the phone. I've known so... you longer, and I've never met. You know, yeah. you didn't even know what his voice sounded like. See, when I got on it, we were like, you know, longtime friends. Right. We're just internet friends. Honestly. <laughs> well, now, that's what works. <laughs> if my mother knew when I was 13 how many people I would refer to as internet friends in my adulthood, she'd be horrified. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of Twitter and internet friends. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully, we'll all... I, met, I met a few internet. I was there this summer for my sister's graduation. I got to meet a lot of the Michigan folks. Unfortunately, not Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Not in Michigan anymore. Tear. Yeah. Right, oh, still uh, rally, right? North North Carolina. Raleigh. Is that right? Yep. Raleigh, yep. Yeah, yeah cool. Meg's in Raleigh. I'm in Austin, and Gan's up in New York. And we're going to be yeah. seeing Gan in uh, December for New Year's. Yeah. Give her, my, give her my best, because I, I know she loves the shit out of the lighthouse. She's the first one to <laughs> as soon as she saw it. Because I told her to oh, message really? me as soon as she saw it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then should we just get right into it? I the lighthouse? So. <laughs> I sure, mean, yeah. so I just want to preface this by saying I saw the lighthouse the one time in May, and I still haven't come to terms with my thoughts of the movie. Um, <laughs> I've been meaning to re-see it, but just kind of haven't had the time and. I, I want to see it again, but I want to see it with people because I know people who want to see it. And it's the kind of movie I don't personally need to see a billion times over. So I haven't seen it right. yet. So I think that this might become a you and Meg show. And that's perfectly fine with me. <laughs> but, I, I have not seen it since May. And I actually have a legitimate reason for not rewatching it. It's not playing anywhere near well, <laughs> in this continent, basically. <laughs> Oh, Seriously, no. it's not the anywhere. And well, I would honestly, I've, I've, been, you. I've been for a rewatch. It's not even like I'm, I was obsessed with the movie as it began. It's not even 
I don't even have a clear head to review it at the time of the screening, but I, I would just do it again to see if it's as good as I think it is, or if it's like maybe I was just over overhyped by the whole can like craziness. That was the craziest well, week of 2019 for sure. Yeah, and well, basically we got to Cannes for the second weekend, and it had already premiered. And the buzz was, you got to see this movie. It's fucking bananas. And so I remember I got in line to see it, I think, like three hours in advance. And it was like, this is it. Like, we're just going to sit in this line for the next three hours and wait and make friends with people around you because, you know, otherwise you'll go insane, kind of like the characters in this movie. What? This one doesn't can. Just talk to somebody next to you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so the buzz was already going that this was like the movie to see along with Portrait of Lady on Fire and Parasite. And I guess like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But yeah. But okay, so Meg, would you like to give a, a quick plot summary of the movie? Yes, Putting you there, on the spot. There isn't much plot. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I am the most recent to have seen, so I will come through with that. So basically, is a two-hander. There's only two characters. <laughs> um, and what two characters slash actors <laughs> they are. Yeah, so two uh, lighthouse men, or wikis, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, go out to a, like island, an isolated island. I don't know exactly where it is, but it's off the coast New of England. New England. Yeah, uh, yeah. and um, the there's kind of an older, more established one played by Willem Dafoe and a younger, new worker played by Robert Pattinson. And they go out to kind of tend to the lighthouse for a few weeks and there ends up being a storm and they get stuck on the lighthouse or on the island for an indeterminate number of days and things slowly escalate. <laughs> indeterminate right. being word there yes <laughs> has there been any like have there been any interviews with the director or anything um where they give any idea as to how long it's been because that's a nope. big part of the movie is that big- and it even is a line of the movie where um isn't it willem dafoe he's Robert Pattinson's like basically asking him how long it's been and he is like has it been a week has I forget the amount of time but he basically poses that question it's like how long does it take for two people to be stuck together in a completely isolated location before they go crazy not very long essentially what this movie is I don't know I think a very long time (laughs) I feel like Meg and I if we were stuck in a lighthouse together we wouldn't go crazy in this way. I think we would just go completely delusional. What I will say, we spent you know ten days together for South by, and I think by the end you were ready to be done with me. No, that's not true at all. Remember, I stayed up. We stayed up watching movies yeah, because I didn't no. want you to leave. We'd be fine, but we'd be signing up for that. I don't know if I'd sign up to hang out with Willem Dafoe in this character. Yeah, Willem Dafoe would be like the last person you want to hang out with because. He just looks crazy. Oh, <laughs> from the, the wow. get go. Hot take. I like Willem Dafoe. I find him handsome. <laughs> he's <laughs> one of the actors. Have you seen him young? He was like, you know, oh, he's yeah. a proper star back in the day. Oh yeah, he's a babe. No, I um I turned on to being hot for Willem Dafoe after the Florida Project. So oh. late. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's, so yeah pretty it's, recent. It's, but he, that's because he's, he's not a villain. Version of Willem Dafoe in that movie. It's insane. It's one of his craziest performances. It's normal. <laughs> um, oh my God. But yeah, so, and Willem Dafoe, on top of just being... A older man, he farts a lot. Yeah. He's very irritable. He's like not there for Robert Pattinson, who's just this like young young guy. Uh, I don't, I don't really know what to say about this movie. It's just, it's weird. Um, I remember seeing it and just being like, "What in the world is happening?" Like when he's like whacking the birds, like a uh, against, like he's like murdering birds when he's like. <laughs> all of the mermaid I, I, stuff I think because that was that scene was preposterous like that scene is just insane you don't no see it coming no. it's just I no, think he's gonna nothing, shoot it nothing in this movie you see coming <laughs> I wouldn't have thought I was gonna see Robert Pattinson masturbate for like the eighth time on screen but here we are I didn't like, at one point doesn't he like fuck a mermaid like I guess yeah. it's just like, not a real mermaid <laughs> I know well it's like all just like, like, it's, like, like it's like um, 127 <laughs> hours except for to the extreme where so the, how so the first is going crazy yeah for the first screening, like the hype building around there that you were talking about, the only thing I knew about that the lighthouse is that famous still from the movie, and that people were just I just heard mermaid genitalia and jerking up Robert Pattinson. That's it. That's all I knew about this movie, and I could be more hyped. Like that movie could not have matched. <laughs> I don't know how it did that. Also, like the three-hour thing, I you know, Film School Rejects, the website? Yeah. Yeah. They keep posting it, like, every month that one of their staff uh, queued for cumulative, like, seven hours or something over three days. But Jesus. the thing is, like, you def- he was, like, queuing one hour ahead of the screening. I queued three hours ahead, and I'm pretty sure Lauren was way ahead of me because I had gone out of a screening. And I was like, I got to eat something. And I went to McDonald's. By the time I came back, there was like a massive line at the same theater that I was just at within 20 minutes. So like people were hyped for this movie, even though they oh, didn't yeah. know what they're getting themselves. Yeah, we, so we should start movie. with. We should start with Meg and like what first impressions are. Of, yeah, I can do that. that. <laughs> Let's hear it, Meg. So I think I had a lot more background information because at this point I knew two people who had seen it. And even though, you know, I had said, don't tell me any spoilers, I still knew, you know, mermaid genitalia, Robert Pattinson's in interviews saying mermaids have yeah. huge vaginas. And he's like, oh, spoiler. So, and then I knew, you know, I mean, you see the trailers, you get a vibe, you understand ish what you're going into. But, um, so I think I had just a little more understanding this is going to be, you know, a fully insane ride. So, I mean, I really, like, when I was watching it, I was, like, (laughs) either stressed or, like, filled with glee. I felt very claustrophobic a few times. I don't like the idea of being trapped. (laughs) But I do think, I mean, like, just the performances are so good. And I love Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. So I was just, like, always going to be down for this nonsense. Sure. 
I think it's really like visceral and like that's I feel like why some people didn't like it is they're like I felt very uncomfortable and then at the end I felt like it was all kind of for nothing and I yeah. I, mean, I don't agree with that I felt uncomfortable and at the end I was like wow you know and I just keep thinking about it um it's definitely something that like sticks with you and I love I, I loved it I thought it was so fun yeah I think for me the cast, the cast was like a major draw so, as soon as I heard that this movie was in production I was like I also read that interview magazine between Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. way before the movie even like wrapped post-production. And they were just talking about the movie. And I'm like, oh, I know this movie is going to be crazy because they're just getting to know each other on that interview after having been on that island for a month. They didn't actually get to know each other. They're just like, they're just like so into the work and the yeah. weather was just killing them. Apparently. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah. in between scenes, uh, Willem Dafoe being like, "So how was Twilight?" <laughs> well, and I forget. In Nova, in Nova Scotia, right? And yeah. uh, Yarmouth is that the place? I think mm, maybe the okay. nearest well, town, the, the nearest I, place. I think we, I think we talked about it, but and I forget, I forgot to look it up, but I know that one of them doesn't like to do rehearsal one of either Willem Dafoe or Robert Pattinson doesn't like rehearsals and the other one does um it's hard for me to believe that Robert Pattinson would like to rehearse things because he really just seems very off the cuff with his I acting think it's the, I think it's the opposite I think he I does think it might be the opposite because I feel like Dafoe comes from like a theater background where he wants to be like very present and whatnot with um, the theatrical background like insane theatrical background yeah, but anyway, I remember hearing that like that caused like a little not like conflict, but it was just like something that they had to work around. Um, so that was kind of a it's just it's insane to think that like there's only two characters in this movie, like mm-hmm. it's the two of them. I mean, I guess the mermaid as well, but like it's the a two sequel. of them. So. She's like a Russian <laughs> ballerina, something I forgot her name. Yeah, Caraman. She she deserves like she like belongs on a black and white screen. I don't know that face <laughs> was just insane. That was a terrifying scene, the mermaid scene. <laughs> um, I was just reading over my review that I gave it. So Meg, what what did what did you rate this movie? I think I gave it a four out of that five. That's right for you. Yeah, I definitely gave it a five. Like as I walked out of that theater, <laughs> and right now I haven't re- rewatched it, but. Like there, I have reasons why it's a five, but we'll discuss. I, well, well, let's hear them. I'm ready. Right for now, it. yeah, go. Oh, yeah, give it. no time like the present. Or do would you like <laughs> for me to give my little spiel? Yeah, yeah, your ratings. Yeah, you're the only one who hasn't given it. <laughs> okay, well, I gave it a, I gave it a three and a half, and this is what oh, I said. Yeah. And I'm just gonna read to you my letterbox review. I said, honestly, this movie feels like a fever dream that I haven't quite wrapped my head around yet. Just when I thought I was grasping it, something completely insane would happen, and I'd be more accused before. Stellar performance by Robert Pattinson, further pr- proving that he had, he was so much more to offer than the franchise franchise he was associated with. Oh my God. A decade ago, Defoe was great as well, as per usual. However, he doesn't stand out to me as much as Robert Pattinson. Shot completely in black and white and in the world's tiniest aspect ratio. The movie was visually intriguing. Some of the dialogue was a little too much for me. However, Robert Willem, however, the Robert Willem dancing scenes were almost enough to make me get over that. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and them just like dance. I mean, because it is. It's like them just going insane. It is like a fever dream. Like it's. I don't know how this was created. Like who how they thought of this movie 
And I believe it was the director and his brother who wrote it. The screenwriter. Robert Eggers. Robert right. Eggers I've, and Max Eggers. Uh, I've never seen The Witch, Max Eggers. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I also was going into this like very, very blind. I knew it was a black and white Robert Pattinson, Willem Dafoe, Lighthouse movie. That was it. Did you, did you like The Witch? Have you, I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen The Witch. I liked it, and I didn't like it as much as The Lighthouse. But See, I, I had a very, like, kind of, like, not that high on my list the, the year it came out. It was, like, number 18 or something. I liked it very much. I thought it was, like, mm-hmm. very peculiar, striking, but, like, not enjoyable on a surface level. And then I rewatched it like a year or two later, and I was like convinced, oh, this guy is amazing, the director. Mm. Actors are amazing. Everything about that movie just was amazing. That's why I was so hyped that they linked up like Robert Eggers and Pattinson and Defoe. But yeah, I was I mostly have... with the cast, how but also of... the director. I would say, how much of The Lighthouse do you guys enjoy because of the cast? All of it. Uh, I'd say like... like... Wait, I can't say all of it, but like almost all of it. Yeah, she's right because they're the they rest on their their performances and they yeah, deliver. Right. Like, who do you think is crazy. better in this, Defoe or Pattinson? So I've already said Robert Pattinson. Mac. I'm biased. I'm biased. Yeah. I'll go Pattinson too. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite actors, but I I'll do this because the movies like has transitions. I remember because I was thinking like I need Pattinson to step it up more. And it was, Defoe was just insane in the first half. And then the second half is just pants and just going crazy. Yeah. Like, but insane. I yeah, it's one of those things where it works because, like, Pattinson is, like, kind of playing it safe to begin with. He's just trying to, like, be – he's not, like, to full crazy he, yet. Right. Well, he's also – he's there. He's doing his job. He's, you know, jerking off a little, trying to make some food. Whereas Willem Dafoe, he's been there. He's, st- he's been stuck there. He's been isolated. We don't know how many people came before Robert Pattinson, how many people he's been stuck with and tormenting. Like, I, know, I know they changed, uh, what do you call, they changed, um, I guess, shifts. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say shifts, but there's two people who walked out as soon as they walked in. Yeah. But the, oh. I, I would say most of the cast is, like, the cast is mostly the reason I enjoy it, but the cinematography, the sound design, like the, as soon as the movie opened and, you know, you see them like almost like taking, getting photographed, they're staring at the camera. Mm-hmm. The trailer. And I was just thinking like, wow, this looks so beautifully, beautifully shot. But then there's something weird where Pattinson just turns around and responds to that freaking foghorn. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was like irked by it, but Willem Dafoe just laughs it off and has his pipe. And I was just like, okay, I'm in, I'm in for a movie. Like, this is going to be one of those crazy movies that I love. Mm-hmm. I love seeing movies like this that don't necessarily, you know, uh, fit in any category. Kind of like Parasite. Parasite doesn't really fit in a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of things. That was like, right. my question. You know, you guys saw Lighthouse and Parasite back-to-back days. Which back-to-back, do you prefer? Um, oh, 100% I know, Parasite. I don't like I, I say the, light, the Lighthouse. I objectively think that P- Parasite is a better movie, but my personal taste, like The Lighthouse, is just like an ex- experience, experiential. Is that a word? Yeah. That, mm-hmm. It was a type where I responded to it like it hit me in my core. Like that sh- that movie was stuck in my brain until this to this moment. Like it's I just. I think mean, about you're it. still creating memes about it. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're that, out there on Twitter creating memes. <laughs> But that movie was made for memes. 
One of them was like a corny one. It was like uh, just just two dudes vibing, or I forgot the no fun. <laughs> yeah, was, just two dudes vibing. <laughs> yeah, make phone insights. But uh, uh, you know, you read your letterbox. I'll briefly read mine. Why I gave okay. it a five. Some of it is like it's just like uh, you guys know Bergman, Ing- Ingmar Bergman. Yes. Yeah, like Ari Aster and uh, Robert Eggers are both obsessed with that guy, and mm-hmm. I got a lot. There's this movie called Hour of the Wolf with a husband and wife stuck on an island together. He's a writer. Okay. Similar vibes where he's just going insane. And it gave me a lot of the... And thankfully, I watched that the summer I watched The Lighthouse and I was like, oh, this is a, the same movie. But uh, here's my review. This film is an archaic maritime fever dream that is simply a showcase for the lead actress to go all out. And boy, do they. The film seems comfortable as the domineering wiki and he has one monologue that ends in hilarity. You guys can guess which one it is. The <laughs> cooking. He's yeah. just a performer and one of the absolute greats. And Pattinson has never been better. He's absolutely remarkable in this role because of uh, his slow transformation. Although reminiscent of Bergman's Are of the Wolf, aesthetically closest to The Shining, The Lighthouse is wholly original and how it dwells, it dwells in the madness. It's visually impeccable. It's a wild trip. Stunning piece of work. I'm, and I updated it like a month ago saying, thinking about how the movie is overstuffed with great scenes. I think that's one of its flaws is like there's so much imagery to mm-hmm. latch on. And then I said, there's a great big Lebowski gag that is a throwaway scene. The dumping of the bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cliff. That was hilarious because it was awful. That was like <laughs> experience. <laughs> throwing it all over with the wind but that's why i say it's like a comedy like this movie's a comedy guys nobody can and people were reacting to that in our theater too i think no one knew what to expect but like people were laughing i think when they weren't just like what the fuck is going on people were like (laughs) chuckling along with the movie i do remember that because even you're laughing at like just some crazy stuff, not even comedic stuff sometimes. Yeah, but there's you're just definitely laughing like, at me like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, but there's definitely like gags, like actual comedy that's like slapstick sometimes. Yeah. The dancing scene, that was hilarious and disturbing at the same time. Just all the drinking is disturbing. Yeah, because yeah, even when they're yelling at each other and you're laughing, you're like, well, I'm laughing, but one of them could just kill the other right now. <laughs> yeah. The movie maybe because like, you're going crazy while watching it too. <laughs> it like maybe it like does something to your own senses that you, yeah, become a little bit like a psychopath. Yeah, that foghorn has something to do with it as well. It, like plays every f- seven minutes. It's like an unholy sound. It just irks you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a funny movie. Your four star rating, Meg. Yeah, doesn't I'm need Pattinson Defoe. As simple as that. I mean, basically, I mean, I it's very well written, and I think like in the past couple of weeks, it seems like uh, the script is out there because I've been seeing pages on Twitter and stuff like that, <laughs> and it's very you know written intentionally. But I really think like so much hangs on just the two of them. You know, you talk also, about talk the, the visuals as well. Yeah, and you talked about the visuals, but I think a lot of it is just kind of them interacting. And, I mean, a lot of the stuff, like, with the actual lighthouse, like, you know, that is kind of hypnotic in a way for the audience as well. But I think so much of it is just 
Robert. Yeah, Pattinson. definitely. Well, would, I, would I have done, even the director missed, like, I'm lucky. Like, they both approached me at the exact, like, I actually, Pattinson is actually kind of responsible for being, for getting this movie made because he refused a previous script Eggers offered him. Like a pipe smoking uh, Englishman from like the 1500s, a period piece, and he was like, "It's not weird enough." You saw that variety. Yeah, he's like, "I'm already in the king this year. I don't need another period piece." (laughs) I feel like there's a documentary to be made about the making of this movie because I've like I've read extensively about just all the entire production. They built the lighthouse for starters. I love that. Right, the lighthouse, like functional. With that Frenzel lens, which I learned because of this movie, because it's like mm-hmm. hypnotic. In real life, it's hypnotic. They had it uh-huh. at some screen in New York, right? They had it out. Oh, out did they? The That's theater. cool. Yeah. So it would be pretty spooky if you walked out of that movie and you see that lens. It's like, what? <laughs> it's following me. Yeah. Yep. What else did you learn about the production? For me, uh, I know you haven't seen The Witch, Lauren, but mm-hmm. like, the witch is the most striking thing about the witch is like it does not seem like uh, artifice or it doesn't seem like a movie. It seems like somebody's like creeping on and and this Puritan family going nuts. Mm. Like the Eggers describes the witch as like funnily as uh, a movie about people praying. <laughs> got like he that was his first project that got greenlit, and he was like he was just joking how he didn't expect it. This is like the lighthouse and the witch are both the smallest movies that he has on his plate and they both got greenlit instead of the big budget stuff. So I just oh, love Robert. Yeah, I love Robert's writing. I love his uh, period. Like, he's insanely uh, researched. It's ridiculous. Like, I heard they, they're using, not that it matters to the viewers, but they're using the same utensils from like the 1800s, like the late 1800s, off of eBay or something. Like, he just <laughs> made... And Defoe basically says it perfectly. He says, I like when I don't have to act, when there's a huge storm just hitting you in the face and they have rain machines blowing at your face. Both me and Pattinson were just like, well, we don't and have I think to think it was like cold water, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even just like water. It was just like cold, like what it would be like in New England. or Well, because they filmed it up in Nova Scotia. Yeah. But yeah, I remember hearing about how grueling it was for them, that they were like actually getting like hammered by the water and whatnot. They had a screening uh, at the Atlantic Fest Film Fest in Nova, Nova Scotia, actually. And the people, the audiences there were just like, oh, that's home. <laughs> they're just like, they're not surprised by that weather. <laughs> that is actually what happens. But yeah, I love this man's uh, attention to detail. And his writing I, doesn't get enough credit because you can barely understand it on the first watch. That's mostly why I want to watch The Lighthouse. Even though me and uh, Lauren had subtitles, and I understand it doesn't have subtitles in the U.S. No, I would need to watch it with subtitles. Actually, yeah, we had that discussion with our friend Bryce recently. Um, I know that one of the theaters that we go to has open caption screenings every once in a while, but it's not every screening. But yeah, I think that I don't think I would have made it as far in the movie without the subtitles. Uh, I I actually like I I, even with the subtitles, you you wouldn't even know what some of the words mean. (laughs) But I got it out of context. In context, like it makes sense when they start repeating it. Like I told somebody that following week, you probably need to bring in a dictionary when watching this movie at home. (laughs) And people are like, oh, great. Now I'm never going to watch the movie. I don't want to have homework (laughs) while watching. But 
thing is, it's like a physical, you enjoy the physicality of their performances. But I know Eggers, uh, when I say he's researched, I mean, he actually got like Lighthouse Keeper's jur journals from that time. And he even, uh, there's, I, I heard about in Maine, I think there's uh, somebody who wrote in phonetics. So they could actually like map the accent. And he gave them very specific uh, direction for the accent for both of them. Obviously, Defoe's just so like a cartoonish person. It was the opposite of The King for Robert Pattinson. <laughs> that was hilarious, I, say, though. I haven't even seen The King, uh, though. <laughs> I just know his accents. I've seen The King. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've seen The Clips? No. That's all you need to see. That's yeah, a good movie. I, <laughs> I have, like, zero interest in this movie. All Pretty much everyone I know has liked it. I just, I don't know. I'll see it eventually. It's better than I thought it would be. It's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, same here, same here. I thought it would be trashier for some reason. Even though I like the director, he did the rover with Pattinson. Yeah, yeah and there's just something about, yeah, David Michaud, there's just something about casting Timothy Chalamet and Robert Pattinson where you're like, this is bait, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, that guy speaks French, and Pattinson is like British. Yeah. But Pattinson doesn't like playing. <laughs> he's, he's insane. <laughs> Venom, do you have any thoughts on the casting list that keeps coming out for this new Batman? It's insane. Meg, it's insane. Meg and I have been it's... so excited. Yes, true. Yeah, Paul Dano, like, that's what I'm most latest, excited about. The latest one was, what, Andy Serkis, right? Mm -hmm. And we were like, that's a bit weird. But, I mean, everyone uh, else has been, like, 10 out of 10. He'll be fine as, a, what is it, as Alfred. He'll be a yeah. badass Alfred. You I think, think so? So it'll be interesting. It'll be like the lighthouse. Why? Why is Alfred living with, you know, Bruce? That's a weird situation. Living housing. Situation. <laughs> you think it's gonna be Batman calling the lighthouse? It'll be like the uh, <laughs> Batman yeah. in a lighthouse. Batman totally. saving people from a lighthouse. Batman has lighthouse <laughs> themes. That's crazy. I didn't think of the, the bat signal. <laughs> I just thought of a scene in the lighthouse, guys. Uh, it's, I, I later learned that it's from a painting called Hypnosis from like 1890s or something. Seen the dream sequence where Panson like is crawling and looking for something, and he finds himself. Then he turns mm -hmm. around, and Panson is like Defoe's like a sea god. And he, he's naked, and he's staring into his soul, where he's like he has lights beaming out of his eyes. Mm. You guys remember that? Yeah, I do. Coming back to me, just. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just a random sheer, sheer shock of it all. <laughs> yeah, I remember just thinking, like, what what does that even mean? And I, I people have been sharing on Twitter the actual painting that inspired it, and mm. it's called Hypnosis. So do I'm you, assuming, like, do it's, you just it's follow different. Lighthouse fan accounts. <laughs> no, I just, I, just, <laughs> I don't I, know if I, I like, have any of this shit. No, there is no uh, fan account, but <laughs> every time there was like it. a that tip. Just search the lighthouse to see people's reactions. That's how hyped I was for this movie, for others to to discover this movie, and it's been well received. Even audiences like I didn't. Oh yeah, I it's thought... a ninety-two on Rotten Tomatoes, which is actually kind of, I would say, insane because this movie is very. I would say it's a very polarizing movie. Either you love it, or you're like me, who's like, eh, or you hate it. Like, like so, uh, ninety-two is a pretty high score. Oh, the audience score. How much is that? It's like 70-something, I remember. Which is still pretty know. good. Audiences. Because <laughs> Jojo yeah. Rabbit... I don't know. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet. But 
I like Jojo Rabbit. I liked it a lot. Meg thought it was fine, but too cutesy. (laughs) It was too cute. Uh, No more patents masturbating. That's what I heard. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little light on the Robert Pattinson masturbation scene, but, you know, there's enough of that to go around. Yeah, but yeah, The Lighthouse is my jam. I don't know what more to say, but I love... Would you say it's your favorite movie of the year? It's... I remember going out of can, tying Parasite with the Lighthouse, and like later I was like, "Who are you kidding? You you adore the Lighthouse. It's, it's a different level of love. It's like one of my favorite movies of this decade. It's insane." This and I did decade? Not expect- <laughs> yeah, like I, I really just blew my my mind. Look, I need to re-see this movie. I need to re-see it because <laughs> I feel like divis- I'm on a different playing field right now. Like oh. so many things that it's easy to forget. Like how many how much stuff happens in that movie, even though there's no plot, technically. Yeah, nothing really happens. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing, is we can't even, like, do a true plot summary, because there's, if you did a full plot synopsis, and you just ran down everything, it wouldn't make sense anyway. I mean, the biggest thing that happens in the movie is Robert Pattinson kills a bird. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, like, bananas. And people were laughing at that, because it was just like, oh, he's, he should be done? Nope, he's gonna Going. Anyway, okay, another seconds. That was great. <laughs> and he does it anyway, because literally warned him. But uh, I enjoy the even the first act where Defoe is literally torturing Pattinson for mm-hmm. like not doing mm-hmm. his story ten times over. And there's a whole thing where we don't even know if Pattinson has been like you know he's been doing all the work from our perspective at least and from his perspective. But he finds that log towards the end where Defoe writes down that oh he should be you know like he should be let go with no pay because he's been Mm -hmm. drinking on the job and he doesn't do his job he's like a lazy worker even though Pattinson keeps saying like I'm a good worker I want to do good but yeah there's a lot of theories about this movie have you guys read up on any theories like fun theories at all no no let's hear them oh yeah I haven't (laughs) Meg not really I heard is purgatory, which I'm like, I kind of thought of that walking out of the but I didn't give it any more thought than that. I was like, I don't know if that's the case. But because that last shot is, uh, you know, the movie's leaning on a lot of Greek, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And the last right. shot where seagulls are like pecking at his liver, that's like uh, Prometheus. The story of Prometheus where he steals the light from Zeus, I want to say, mm-hmm. from Mount Top. Olympus, or the fire, to give to the normies, to the people, and he gets punished for, for like, uh, you know, ignoring his orders. He gets punished by by getting eaten by eagles, and he's immortal, so every day he gets eaten by eagles. He, he gets his guts eaten by eagles. In this case, it's gulls. But that's like <laughs> one thing out of like a hundred things this movie could mean. I'm pretty yeah. sure it doesn't lean too much on Greek mythology. People giving too much emphasis it's just like a cool shot that he that's wanted what to end i on. always think that's what i always think like in movies like this when it ends and everyone's like oh well you know i think it means this or he's pulling from this and yada yada and i'm like I mean, he's not pulling from all these things yeah. <laughs> he's, a bunch of, like, he's like mixing the juice or something but he's, he himself that you know there's some cool signposts that are obvious some cool references but there's some lines of dialogue that are set you know just randomly without any emphasis and you you can miss them because one thing for example you guys know about what the gulls represent right in the movie 
like venoms that's full of dead sailors or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The thing that Will Defoe says. You know, you you said the screenplay got released, right? I read the first ten pages and the last ten pages because I still don't want to guess. Like, I don't want to read all of it. I still want <laughs> want to read much. The la- it, was, it was striking when he gets eaten by the the gulls at the end. It mm-hmm. said that the girl killed the one eyed girl is one of the gulls that that's e- eating out his livers. It was like I had no idea until oh, I, I didn't notice that either. Uh, oh yeah. People are sharing that what 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 a uh, page of the screenplay. The what, uh, what, the what? what? <laughs> yeah. Can't believe he wrote that. He just wrote what for two pages. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's iconic. And you watch yeah. that scene and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, things are not going to go well. There's a lot of, I think I it's also about it. How I describe that... every scene of this movie, Meg. I think you nailed it <laughs> if, for me. Oh boy. If you don't say WTF at every scene, then you haven't lived. Like, you have to say that. That's a normal reaction to this movie. Also, it's just even the alcoholism stuff. Like, they're straight up drinking kerosene by the end of the movie. There's a lot of things that could have them to go crazy. It's not just one thing, right? Yeah. And Panson is has a past. He has a dark. This is what I'm saying. It's hard to cover this movie because there's a lot. Even the main through line is about Panson's mystery is Winslow, right? As Ephraim Winslow. Mm-hmm. His name. Mm-hmm. He previous boss uh, in the logging industry or in the logging business mm-hmm. like he said he left like he watched him die he didn't help him but in the visions of him like jerking off you see that he holds this pier and he probably killed him he has a history of murder like he killed a seabird <laughs> like that's a normal person just like walk a seagull 10 20 times for like 30 seconds straight yeah well and then i think the other thing that's kind of about it and um, you kind of mentioned The Shining earlier, which I think there is some shiningy in it. But like at the beginning, the audience is like, dang, this Willem Dafoe character is insane. And by the end, you're like, okay, who was the real sociopath? <laughs> I mean, yeah. neither of them were great in the end. But... <laughs> like that towards the, the, the end where he's like, he, I'm, I'm not the one who chased you with an axe. You chased me with an axe or something. Mm-hmm. He's just messing with it. Even though we just saw the scene of Defoe chasing Pattinson. That movie, after like the one hour, ten minute mark, after the first hour, is just messing with your head and your yeah. perception of time. Because like, I remember they missed their boat and like, I don't know if it's the following day, but they're like, oh, that boat never came. It's like, and then Defoe goes, but that's been weeks. That's not, that wasn't yesterday. Right. That was like, so I don't know if he's like purposely messing with Pattinson or he's just well they're both crazy we can agree on that right yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, I, that's why I need to rewatch it I can't even cover it for beat for beat I know there's been a clip released I got to see that dance scene where the yeah. where Defoe goes <laughs> and he's like I forgot that he was just talking gibberish that's how you know the movie's crazy and he said it was inspired by Liar Liar like Jim Carrey going like just oh, gibberish really? as well he said, like, that's his biggest that's his favorite movie, and that's his inspiration for that scene, is just going nuts. And I don't remember that scene. Like, if I hadn't seen that clip, I would never remember it, because there was a well, ton when, of... When is it getting released for you? Uh, I would need to wait for the DVD, unless I go to France or something. Like, <laughs> very... It doesn't even get released there until the end of December. It's crazy. So I, I would have to, you know, oink, oink, I have to... <laughs> Wait for somebody to leak it, like in a yeah, watchable. Well, Ethiopia, there's no uh, copyright laws 
or there's no regulation of them. We're not part of the World Trade Organization. So there's actual ATMs, movie ATMs, some some facts for you. Like even like foreigners that live here, they, they you just insert your USB drive, you can download any movie from like an ATM movie at any mall. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get your hands on this movie sometime soon. Uh, I'm not going to say in which which methods I prefer, but <laughs> hopefully soon. Yeah. But, uh, I'll so, to theater. So. <laughs> so, Meg, would you? How is this ranking as far as your top movies for the year? Would you say it's high up um, in the middle? If you're doing like top ten list, top ten. I feel like it's probably on the thing? outskirts of ten. Okay. Sounds yeah. like. Nice. Sticking at close number one for Bandom. Um, yeah. what, very close number one. Then Parasite. Yeah. Parasite is okay. awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, we love it. Um, well, so I guess my homework is that I need to rewatch The Lighthouse and then maybe re-listen to our own episode of this podcast. <laughs> um, but And so do you guys have any final thoughts that you want to share on The Lighthouse? I'm just excited uh, to see it with subtitles again. <laughs> yeah, subtitles. So, is, you can see it with the subtitles. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I want to lead more to the theories as well because I yeah I watch them, especially like the lighthouses. You know, the two Thomases. They both have the same names. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. out, and it's from a real story where two lighthouse keepers named Thomas. It's a freaky story. Like Google it. It's called the Smalls. Uh, lighthouse story they both go nuts something like that but that was like an inception idea and i want to see their play on identity because i know i know he's messing with us i just don't know how so definitely <laughs> watch okay um and so then we can i guess move on to our recommendations meg do you have a recommendation for the week um, so I don't have a really good one, but I have told everyone to see Marriage Story. And so, as we mentioned, well, before we started recording, but our friend Lauren Gans currently watching Marriage Story. And that's what I'm excited to talk about. So I think everyone should see Marriage Story if you can. Yeah. Okay. Bandom, do you have something that you want to recommend? Uh, it could be anything, <laughs> movie, music, podcast, book. Yes. Wow, that's exciting. Anything. Um, <laughs> I'm sure people have seen this. Dolomite is my name. That's that's like oh, a very wholesome movie. I love We movie. love it. We yeah. love Dolomite. Yeah, and music, FK Twigs. Uh, Laura, uh, Lauren knows, the other Lauren knows how much I love FK Twigs. New that album new cool. album, everyone's freaking yeah. out. Okay, awesome. And then mine, I'm going to kind of piggyback on something meg recommended last week or maybe next week uh (laughs) i got i've started getting into bon appetit Mm -hmm. uh and i have now watched all of the gourmet makes episodes and they're just like so fun and i love claire so much and i'm hardly the hardly the last person to or the first person to say this um but yeah so if you haven't ever watched those and want to see uh fairly She's just so cute. Like, I love everything (laughs) about Claire. She's so easily frazzled. And I feel like she's so relatable and so endearing. And if you want to see, like, her, a gourmet chef, make, like, Twinkies, there you go. Specifically, 
What did I say was my favorite episode? I think it was Twix. Twix is what I said was my favorite. favorite. Yeah. I like Snickers, but anything where she has to temper chocolate is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'd want to check it out. Yeah, you definitely should. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole Bon Appetit. Succession, for anyone who hasn't seen it, obviously, oh. Succession was amazing. I'm going to say, of course, if anyone's still listening to our show and hasn't watched Succession, they haven't been listening to our show very well. Yeah. We love Succession. That's all I ever think about is Succession. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Bandom, for joining uh, from, you know, way ahead in the future in time zones. And (laughs) And we're back year-wise because it's 2012 here. I I, I, I filled in math. (laughs) Yeah, Google it if you don't believe me. <laughs> okay, well, so time-wise, we're in the future, though. Yeah. Okay. Then they well, it nice. for this like almost impossible to discuss movie. <laughs> well, it was nice talking to you again, and hopefully, we will talk, continue talking to each other, and we will see you in May, perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps I'd have to be really lucky, but I'm still. <laughs> over the last can so but thank you for having me yeah have a good one yeah you too have a good day bye ciao to follow us on social media follow us at on the underscore download on twitter and at on the download podcast on instagram you can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com